0: welcome back to blacker couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of stranger things season four episode seven chapter seven the massacre at hawkins lab both the episode was written and directed by the duffer brothers i gave it a 9.8 out of 10 i really enjoyed it i think that this was a very great origin story for our villain that has been our villain for quite a few seasons now and we finally get the connection between Hawkins Lab who exactly is Vecna why is the upside down like why is it permeated with these creatures and all of it really came together in this episode and it was done uh, rather fantastically except for a few scenes in which i can just get it that it's the young version <laughs> i know they're trying to show like look how powerful she was when she was just this young little age but for pete's sake i i know i'm seeing it it's not the same person <laughs> before we jump into this uh recap wherever you're listening to this podcast pod Stitcher, your itunes spotify Amazon, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for the next two episodes that we have of uh, Stranger Things, which should be dropping one tomorrow, one the day after, couch at gmail.com. So I think we are going to simply discuss the two main arcs because we didn't get anything from California this week. And quite frankly, I'm glad. that has been my least favorite group since the season hath begun and it continues to be so i was glad that they were not featured and we really got to flesh out the story of vecna let's go to our other main story arc because it's really only two right I know there was another one with joyce and hopper but i wasn't watching that either the kids are at the wheelers dustin lucas and max they are all (laughs) lying very easily about the fact that they went out to lovers lake despite there being a serial killer on the loose them being there being a curfew they're like no we decided we wanted to go to a swim but we didn't know until we got there and then we just kind of you know, we egged Max on to say, hey, we see the killer. And was Nancy there? Well, yes and no. She was there, but she left. And Erica is the one that calls them out on the fact that the couch is on fire.
1: Liar, liar, whore, liar, whore. And you know it.
0: I was like, damn, Erica. Why you got to snitch them out that like that? Snitches get stitches, girl. Snitches get stitches. But she didn't know what the stakes were. She just thought that they got busted doing a regular ass shit but no worrying their parents half to death she didn't know we was in squad form upside down squad form that's fucking teamwork mr wheeler being like just put them in the car and take them to jail oh my god my dad used to say that all the time i'm like you just can't that's not a knee-jerk response to parenting Let me just call the police and see if they can scare you straight. What kind of shit is that? So (laughs) that causes all of the adults to begin arguing. Then Wayne, who has probably had enough of his authority being ramrodded over in this town.
2: I'm the man up in this piece. Fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I
0: run shit here. You just live here. Tells everyone to shut the fuck up. They're gonna try the reasonable and rational approach, which is just questioning them separately. And the first up is the max, like, why am I picked first? Carl! That's kind of sad, though. You see all these worried parents, and her mother is nowhere to be seen. Doesn't even know or aware of the situation. Wasn't at that town hall either. She is taken in to be questioned by Wayne for an extraordinary long period of time, enough to have dustin lucas and erica have some great scenes together but nevertheless like what was you putting her through a 30 to 45 minute because they analyzed shit then figured out (laughs) so much in the time in which she went into the other room and then these parents really are shitty parents though if you think your kids are lying possibly then why do you just let them run all over the house and do whatever the fuck they want and they having side conversations don't you think you should be creeping in on those side conversations because look, like, clearly they're hiding something how you not know your friends is in the hellfire club well you do know that so why do you think that they would not think to help their friend like nobody convicted eddie of being a serial killer yet and clearly if you really thought this guy was a serial killer like don't you have any judgment of your own did you never meet this older boy that was hanging out with your children that's on y'all that is on y'all dustin's in the bathroom trying to contact the team he says he doesn't think tells lucas he doesn't think they'd be stupid enough to go through watergate without a plan weapons anything and later he says i overestimated <laughs> their intelligence very much so but it wasn't just that simple of course steve was pulled under into watergate which precipitated everyone needing to jump out of the boat and follow him through i think at least eddie could have rolled back well if anything eddie is needed so he should be trying to keep himself hidden but one of them should have thought to row back to shore so that they can get the other kids some help i don't know that i don't think everybody needed to jump down there but we needed to have the teenagers together we go back into the upside down and homeboy steve is being attacked on all angles until nancy shows up to say hi ain't nobody got time for that whatever nancy the fight scene was pretty damn epic i did like the bats versus teen titans (laughs) (laughs) with nancy wheeler being everyone's prop up girl in this entire episode and i needed to stop oh my god who the hell cares it is so unnecessary and i don't know why they felt the need to cheerleader her on or the fact that her and steve were meant to be and i'm not sure where that memo was put out there I don't have a dog in this fight i could care either way to be quite frank i am not that i love steve don't get me wrong out of all the people in this scenario steve's the one i care most about however uh i could take it or leave it and i'd kind of rather leave it i think that steve deserves someone better that doesn't blow with the wind <laughs> not only that like hurt me once shame on you hurt me twice shame on me get into it the third time now you're just being a fucking i mean your man didn't talk to you for one day one day like a few days and you already looking at someone else what kind of person does that make you can't go 50 50 with no hope robin is his best friend but nancy's the only one that can offer medical assistance i really with him biting that bat, i thought that actually was pretty cool his uh his kill scene when his last one he was beating the shit out of that bat and then he just tossed it (laughs) uh that was the boss scene that was the boss scene i ain't not gonna get my boo his props but him and nancy precariously in their each other's arms every five seconds even eddie's like look dude just put a shirt on for decency sake. uh sake (laughs) sake because she can't keep her eyes off you and you you both are just acting like she ain't got a man and i don't know why y'all all shipping this this then worse eddie has a whole scene with with uh with steve which the first part i thought was fun when they were talking about dustin like dustin he worships you i kind of got jealous because the whole entire time steve has been jealous of his new older friend and eddie so that was appropriate and fun even though it did go on just a bit too long for any conversation that i'm listening to in a scary place but whatever i think it's because the other part if it had stopped there i would have been fine then it goes on with like nancy i'm a chicken she just jumped in right after you you know that's that's a woman you want to keep you know i don't know maybe you should declare your feelings that are clearly written over your face for her even though she got a man then again maybe if she wasn't giving him them signals he wouldn't thought he has a chance and he probably does because as i said those signals were pretty you remember that one episode where Brian was trying to not have sex with that girl because he was trying to take it slow and then one day he just opened the door and it was like a runway <laughs> and it was all leading to her crotch that's Nancy Wheeler right now Get over here. at first I wondered why I run into the woods because they look as bare as the rest of this place but I guess there's a nice handy rock that they can hide under from the million more bats, cause they who hoo called they sisters and brothers. <laughs> and they want revenge for their lost comrades. Nancy says instead of going to the police station that has more guns than the two that she was proposing, because that was what she was proposing. Police station? a whole shit ton of weapons ammunition she's like no 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 let go to my house there's two i know it's closer but i still would want to contend like there's four of us bitch you want us to go get two guns and there's four of us that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit
1: fuck oh my 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 my.
0: this why she should have never been in charge but alas we just needed to get them to the house because we needed the next team so they head to the wheeler home when they get there they discover that her guns are not there and that her home is pretty much in the same way it was the night that will disappeared, november 6th of 1983 so this is a good indication that the upside down is really a place stuck in time let's talk about the kids for a moment before we all converge so in the kitchen the scene was hilarious when erica came in with that juice box and she just kept on sipping as <laughs> she's like look you either tell me what's going on or i spill the beans or no actually she said or i tell dustin what's underneath your bed and he's like, what's underneath your bed? Is it gross? Is it disgusting? Oh my God, I need to know. And he says, fine. But if you tell anyone, mom, dad, Tina, especially Tina, I will murder you in your sleep. Him <laughs> sliding against the, the, the counter. Talking about, do you understand? I fucking was dying. I was dying that was some flashbacks for real to my childhood <laughs> gotta get that youngest one always on the fucking page it's like you cannot say nothing you can't it's funny because i was just looking at the other two is at the house and apparently they're not supposed to watch youtube which they didn't tell me i'm like girl i got like disney plus and all this stuff you could watch something else i didn't know that but her mama don't tell me these things either. She just tells her children like they're just going to go ahead and follow the rules. So they was just watching, you know, nothing bad. There's Cookie, Cookie Squirrel C, little video on about Barbie dolls on YouTube. And <laughs> she was talking to her. She's like, don't tell mom we watch YouTube. I'm serious. Do not tell mom or you're going to get busted. You're going to get beat up like the threats. It's so real. It's so realistic so after she is in on the plan she asks a very important question which is sometimes why you need that outside perspective why would he be deciding to open the gates now i don't get it this is what's up with the timeline which gets dustin to thinking yeah what is up with the timeline and then he realizes that this must all be connected to the mind flayer to everything that's been happening with the Demogorgons like she opened the gate and the Demogorgons went through and that's how they realized that the gates are something that not only could 11 do but this new Vecna can now do that the Mind Flayer could not because it looked like the Mind Flayer was trying to find a way into this world how will ty back into this shit is what I really want to know because I still feel That will should have superpowers for no reason (laughs) other than i insist upon it and that's not right but that is neither here nor there i do feel as if that he was targeted for a particular reason because of his connection to the upside down i don't know what any of that means but i do feel as if that should be important in in season five if we're fleshing out the backstories because I do think that we should have so much more going on with Will. Even though he was exercised of the demon, so so to speak, he still could feel him in season three, which means he still has that connection. So as the lights are flickering, they're not really realizing, as they're analyzing, catching Erica all the way up. She's like, Can hey, you remember that? She's like, no, how can I forget? I love her smart ass, so much erica as she's listening it's like yeah i'm listening so well that i'm the only person that's now realizing that the lights are on in the way that you were just talking about how will communicated and that shit is happening at this moment in time (laughs) and they all get up and look like holy shit meanwhile in the upside down the teen titans find steve who is very frantically calling dustin the shrimp's name because he can hear him somehow some way and i'm down for it because it is super cool and i like the fact that all of like everyone was geeking out at the moment like this is trippy this is crazy some people are like this is my first time (laughs) and i am all the way here for this so, they realize that they can use the particles in a way, and that is how Will was able to communicate because Nancy remembers that in the upside down by talking to Joyce. And so they ask, Does anyone know Morse code? And then they all say no. And then Eddie says, You mean SOS?
1: You stupid.
0: So, of course, Dustin understands SOS and realizes the situation, the severity of the situation. Like, remember when I said they aren't there? They're totally there. They then need to find a way to communicate with them. And I love that they they had a uh, hinted at this earlier because we saw the little uh, sister who I just, oh my God, every time I just look at her, I'm like, that's the kid from Poltergeist. <laughs> but she's playing her, uh, what did they call that, Albright or something like that? I remember those things. I had one of those, not quite as big, but definitely had one of those so they confiscate it (laughs) Lucas takes the cord they take all of the Dustin takes all of the little bright things and Erica hands her skittles for her pain (laughs) they then decide to fill up the whole thing turn it on and are able to communicate with the teen titans in the upside down with the first words being hi that was pretty cool not gonna lie like this whole scene was just this is all season one vibes for me and then everyone else just being like hi just being so excited over the the just the otherworldliness, crazy geek out would love to have happen to you as a child type of thing and uh <laughs> they decide that they're gonna go help them max is finally out of interrogation and they're like come on no just just come on it doesn't matter we're breaking free they realize that they need to get to a gate because dustin's like why don't you just trust me (laughs) vecna's opening gates by killing people there should be a gate where uh someone was murdered i don't know how y'all didn't put that together considering y'all just went out to lover's lake and someone was murdered there and there was a gate there so i feel like out of four minds in that room that are all much i know he's a genius kid but he ain't that much of a genius Y'all should've one of y'all should have put that shit together. Nancy Drew. Uh (laughs) so they decide to bike there. I love the transitioning scene of the four kids on the bike with the four Teen Titans on the bike, both traveling to the same destination. They straight dipped out from the police too, because Callahan was like, Yeah, I'm gonna make one of those little pig squeal. He goes up, the kids is just gone. Absolutely bolted with the bikes. All the parents are like once the kids get to a known crime scene where no police officers are at all monitoring but they are to be fair chasing a mob in town and owens people didn't think to stay and watch so they are able to punch a hole through the upside down so that they can put through a a bed sheet type of rope using eddie's bed it's like those stains they're uh i don't know what those stains are
1: oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty
0: robin gets out then eddie and of course of course i rolled my eyes so damn hard nancy is stuck with steve then vecna takes possession of her and feels the need to monologue so nancy wheeler gets her whole journalistic story about what really happened <laughs> to catch everyone else up on the fact that victor krill's son henry is the one that killed his mother and his sister with his psychokinetic powers he uh, apparently was never possessed by anything in the upside down he was just born to be evil despite a change of scenery he was still evil not only that he made a very close connection to spiders aka the mind flayer and found found a a a real connection with them they're solitary creatures you know they're beautiful the world's fucked up everyone lives on a loop (laughs) and you know wouldn't it be better if everyone was just fucking creatures i would not go down with uh this life of mediocrity and then i realized i didn't have to as i killed rabbits in my yard and then after my parents were gonna put me in dr brenner's care i decided that they needed to die and i was gonna frame my father for the murder i only went into a coma because i didn't realize the limits of my own power and thus i still ended when i woke from the coma in dr brenner's care except that bitch ass motherfucker i thought this was gonna be like they was giving their kids ecstasy nope they just retconned that story nope brenner ends up taking henry as his number one subject and then he is trying to replicate his powers in the other children that he has stolen and then later had him working as an orderly the one in whom befriended 11 which we'll get to that backstory but this all ties in as she watches it all go down he also was taunting her about about barb and i'm like we already buried that to be quite frank i just think y'all needed some reason to show that stock footage of nancy and steve getting getting it on since there's no sexy times this season for those that have been holding out hope for that uh so I, I i guess we'll figure that out next episode i'm just i'm so i'm i don't want to see it to be quite frank i probably will if it's not <laughs> that's the thing though it's so closely tied i'm like uh ah, she might say something that's important to the current story arc but if it's her and steve mooning at each other i do not i'm not watching that and i feel bad for jonathan even though he ain't called his girl either though and you also know shit's hitting the fan so maybe this is the 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 hint y'all aren't meant to be but no i guess you guys prioritized whatever (laughs) why am i even talking about this like i give a shit about jonathan or nancy in their relationship let's go back to the nina project uh owens is chewing out brenner saying i think that you just did all of this because you want to have daughter papa time and that i compromised my morals and this and that because i thought that she was the savior of humanity but alas she still hasn't gotten her powers back brenner knows what's up and goes and talks to her a little bit later saying look you gotta accept the good and the bad whatever that is stop talking in superheroes and villains that's made up shit this real life and he comes across like a really decent person in this uh in this season thus far like he is really trying to atone by taking away taking that off of her like he wanted to go slow but he realized okay fine i do need to just hit her with the truth because she believes that she's a murderer but for her to understand her full potential she needs to see how she and how this massacre unfolded so i got what he was going for there and him saying uh there was a few things he said in this scene about taking some responsibility for his own actions uh, and the way things went down because he did really just make a whole bunch of children his experiment because he wanted to not only replicate but control this power and that does not make a good person i don't care what you're trying to say it's for a good reason oh we're going after the russians because the russians are doing crazy things as well but i almost feel like the russian arc is so not even necessary it's not it was just a through line that happened last year that unfortunately is still stuck on to this year it was a nice little like it was even a backdrop in the second and first season i don't know why we're hitting so hard with it right now because it feels just irrelevant especially as they don't have their own russian 11 like if that was the case then i'd have like a little bit more or the Vector was working with the russians or something to that extent but that doesn't the yeah. but going back to um to 11 she decides that she's gonna get back into the tank owen's like what are you doing now he's like what you asked me to do and she finally goes back to the day of the massacre well she goes back to a little bit before that where martin isn't fooled he knows that someone put this little child into a coma and that's not okay i had a problem with this scene mainly just because of the people reacting wasn't i don't understand what your thought process is but then again i'm going to talk myself through it because i know i'm going to be out of both sides of my mouth here so prepare yourself on one hand he brings her in and he says look something the kids also did not seem to comprehend he says 11 said she doesn't remember what happened so if she told me i don't remember what happened then why are you asking did she say that you stupid foolish child
1: you're gonna learn today
0: on the other hand he says look that didn't happen by accident you're not gonna insult my intelligence i'm aware what all of you are capable of and can do someone did it whoever did step forward and take your fucking accountability but no number two is gonna say maybe she fell so once again i asked you not to insult my intelligence and you just said what you just did
1: it was at this moment that
0: he knew he fucked up 11 steps back and two is brought forward i like the close-up of the bring the harness or the collar is what he called it and you can see the trepidation my thing is it's not only did he say she fell she's stupid she's an idiot and then you have the other three just cackling over there like y'all don't understand what the consequences are for your behavior as if i mean and all the other kids are shitting their pants and you over here thinking it's cool to one minute make fun of her and act like i'm not phased, but then in the next second like but then i uh, talking out of the other side here we go this is also a child that's been taken away and raised and doesn't know how to react rationally to competition and this is a competitive environment no matter how much he's trying to nurture and foster the idea of family i mean even in family there's you're gonna have brothers trying to beat the shit out of their sisters or the opposite or brothers on brothers sisters on sisters it's just what happens And this is not really the best way. (laughs) By uh, literally uh, shock. I don't even know what the fuck they're doing. But he did say tell the truth. And he was just like it was an accident. What did he say? (laughs) And I felt really bad for him. But on the other hand. You shouldn't have been talking shit. This leads to her being isolated once again. Because homeboy ended up in the infirmary and the other three are looking as if they want to retaliate that is when henry the orderly approaches 11 and tells her hey let's play a different type of game because she's very nervous and afraid and he while being monitored even though they were both not even a little bit inconspicuous playing chess he tells her look brenner is not who you think you are he's going to have you murdered when number two is released because he wants to test you all she sucks this up because she's in a bad place and this is her only friend (laughs) and he says that Brenner fears your power which is why he's gonna not do anything when you're murdered which as a child I mean you're confused because you can clearly see that he did what he did to number two to prove that no the rules are the rules but on the other hand you're in that type of environment that doesn't foster really trust. And so he's able to manipulate. And she is still a child, very much younger. Uh I can't remember how old she was in 1983. And he might this might even actually be sometime after 1983. But uh, or before, I should say. She he uh, tells her, look, I'm gonna help you escape here because me and you are a lot alike. He gives her the passcode, key. And the next day, the plan starts where she says that she doesn't feel well. She's taken to the the nurse, but she's able to run away. Then she's able to meet up with Henry in the basement. There's uh, a little escape. Funny, it's the same place that he showed her prior to escape that she went out into the woods. It's all to once again manipulate her because she's. he's like, uh, I can't go. Everyone's a prisoner here, including me. But i'm so monogamous i want you to have this uh life for yourself and <laughs> uh it's all a setup to get the chip that is implanted in his and i'm guessing it's some type of dampener for his powers because she's able to take it out he thanks her and he all of a sudden they trying to escape anymore <laughs> it's like now let's go back in or no actually they're busted and then they go running and then that's when they're cornered in the hallway and the guys are getting ready to tase them like up against the wall Eleven's like all right i know the drill but he's like no 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 and we get the reveal i have quite frankly been waiting for and see that he is in fact number one and he unleashes his full wrath killing everybody and it was glorious to see he then takes uh, number 11 into a room shows her that they are alike by say- showing they have matching tattoos <laughs> and he tells her to stay put but the next minute we hear screams and she gets Curious of what's going on. And it's a massacre. Because he has murdered everyone. Including the tiny babies. Okay there's no babies. But there are children in there. And there ain't done nothing wrong to him. Nothing wrong at all. I think it's hysterical. That Brenner somehow manages to escape. Every massacre that ever happens. At his lips. (laughs) Like you're just knocked out. That's convenient. But she comes in to watch him killing number two he looked fucking crazy this actor when he finally got to unleash himself woo! that's an emmy winning performance i feel like will season two was robbed but homeboy uh what is his name bowers or something to that effect jamie campbell Bower. he needs to get a fucking emmy for this whole monologue this shit was epic <laughs> his eyes was looking crazy and the way he was approaching her like we're the same this world is just shitty and then he starts going through his life story and how he's just born to make a reinvent the world in his image and he's like we can do this together because he feels like if i can make her my in en- my ally then she won't be my enemy but i think he really just felt she was i don't know where he got felt that though because i don't really feel that connection between them that's the one thing I'm not buying is where they're both in the same place. Because when I hear his his origin story and I know about L, it's not really on the same page. So I feel like he just picked her out because oh, you're not friends with everybody. You don't seem to be kosher, and you're super powerful. Why not tap into the one person that Martin probably has the most faith in and uh, try to turn her or make her evil? because that's a bonus but after everything that he says join me and her answer is immediate
1: no get the fuck out my face with that shit
0: she's like i know i'm 11 but shit i ain't crazy what the hell you talking about (laughs) everyone everyone here didn't do anything to me it was one asshole you manipulated me and now everyone is dead i'm not meaning dead in a little way this show did go darker and i love that i mean the- these little these little children got their whole eyes missing you went and twisted their arms and limbs and shit like you really you really fucked up you really fucked up and you pissed me off and they go off they square off she tosses him aside but he's like oh no sis i don't care how much you want to think about your mama in that moment that is not the memory that's gonna make you sad and angry and i think that's her relationship with a papa like i despite it all have an affinity and love for you but you are also the devil and you have created this whole entire uh, outcome in which i find myself in no matter how much you're trying and wanting to do the right thing now you also still created the mess in which you are now cleaning up but alas uh her first attempt at being the hero does not go well and it looks like that she's about to be murdered in the same fashion however this is believable too because she is younger and his powers have been suppressed for a while but he also did make a point of saying uh uh, murdering all these people and pointing out when he was young that there is a limitation we've even seen with l that there's a limitation where she she gets a little tired. She needs to recharge, as Mike used to say. But apparently, she can go through the cosmos of time and realizes she can tap into the essence of her own birth. I don't. I don't know what the fuck was going on here. Uh, <laughs> I'll be quite frank. I was like, eh, okay, and I let it go because the next thing was awesome as he goes flying through that two-way mare and then she obliterates himself and then he is banished to the upside down where he is struck by lightning like 50 fucking times this scene was very well done i enjoyed watching the effects transform this person it feels like this is a a very solid way to pit the two because in a way you exist because of me or your powers exist because of me and i think that's what what brenner was trying to admit to like people are good people are bad but sometimes people are good and bad and you have to understand that complexity if you intend to really understand yourself because as I've said ad nauseum, <laughs> he ain't the only one that dropped bodies. So I love this scene, love it with showing in the future as else getting her powers back. But I know that, cause you know, we heard the words, mom, I love you. And that's what gave her the inspiration. Now she's gonna have to hear it from Mike. And when it happens, I'll roll my eyes as hard as Maeve in Westworld this week. We do have feedback for this episode, as well as I believe for the first half of the season uh, until volume two, yeah, the end of volume one from both Shy and Mimi. I don't know who went first last time, so I'm just gonna go by when I receive the feedback. So (laughs) let's hop on into the mailbag.
1: Motherfucker. hey christina it's me shy i am here to give my feedback for the finale of part one to stranger things or is it volume one whatever um i want to go ahead since i went ahead and watched the whole thing um and part two is coming out and it's just just one big Episodes. I don't know how you plan on doing that. I'm sure I'll ask you offline. Um, since it's, I was told that it was like two hours long or something. Um So, yeah. Anyways, I want to go ahead and give my feedback for part one or volume one or whatever they call it. Because um, I know that I'll be watching the finale this weekend. <clears throat> excuse me, and um, I wanted to be able to give my thoughts on what I've seen so far in the first seven episodes. Um, I did listen to your, because you're up to episode five on your podcast right now, um, and I did listen to episode, your latest one, episode five, and you cracked me up um, about everything. i um, not gonna, me I mean, you yeah, by the time you, Play. I mean, you'll be listening to this and putting this on your whenever you do the finale. Well, the part one finale. Um, but uh, I really have enjoyed this season. Um, it's been bittersweet watching. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because um, I didn't get to give feedback for episode four, but uh, you know, when Max was with Vecna and he was trying to over, you know, take her, um, take over, take over, take her over. I couldn't even say that. Um, and she was flashbacking to, you know, memories of her and the, the, uh, the team, or her friends. And, um, I was just marveling at how young they looked. And the fact that, you know, time-wise regarding the show, it's been what six months but they look so much older than that and i just continue when i was watching that it was just reminding me of just how much they've grown throughout the show so there's that um i'm with you around episode five is when i um was be- became suspicious of um henry the henry guy um, the orderly that ended up being Henry. Um, I had a feeling that, uh, he was Vecna as well. Um, but I did not know that he was Henry. So that one threw me for a loop. I had, did not see that coming. I wasn't, um, suspicious of that. Um, but I think I said it in my first feedback, or I think i have only given feedback once. Um, my one and only feedback that I didn't believe that that was a misdirect i didn't believe that l did the things that they were trying because it just didn't make sense i mean why would you show it right off the bat um that supposedly she um, went berserk and killed up everybody um as uh, as angry and as unfamiliar or young to her powers as she may be at times, I i mean, she's just too sweet and compassionate. Even in her anger, there's, there's not, it's not out of control anger. And even when they were trying to make it seem like, you know, the, you know, these people are bullying her and maybe it went too far. I, it just, I, I never could go there um, completely. I, she just, I, I mean, we've gotten to know Elle in these previous three seasons and it just doesn't seem like that's in her nature even from episode episode season one um is as, as naive as she was there there was a innocence about her um that I just don't think um would have been there if she had done what she did um of course are they saying that she doesn't remember doing it um i don't know but anyway i just don't think that if she has she has a sweet disposition about her that i don't think she would have killed everybody and even then it was just uh, um those like five people five kids that were bullying her so i doubt that she would have killed everybody in the building because five you know i just don't think she would have gotten that out of control So, yeah, that was, I mean, that was an awesome reveal about, and I was suspicious about him being number one and that it just, it just was just convenient that he was talking about one and, you know, but we never seen him or her, of course, into being him. So, yeah, it was just things that were, I was suspicious about, but like I said, I did not make the connection of him being Victor Creel's son, um, so there's that. Um, I'm not, uh, yeah. The California crew, that that, that storyline hasn't been that interesting of a storyline. So I agree. Other than when they busted in there and you know shot up the place, that was the most excitement um, in regarding the California crew. Um, I'm not as you know. You know, bad about Joyce as um, you guys are. I mean, I think she's annoying and all that stuff. And um, I think it was Mimi that was saying it in regards to um, why the fact that Murray would drink the tea or the coffee or whatever it was, um, as suspicious as his behind is, that he and he, the fact that he didn't trust this guy yet, they're going to have him um, drinking whatever without even questioning it so I'm with uh whoever that was that mentioned that I definitely that was what that was my thought process too I'm like why would you drink that if you don't even trust this guy yet you're gonna blindly just go into um the hangar place and just you know partake in whatever it is he's offering that would that couldn't have been me I did like um I mean, it got the Russian stuff started getting obviously good when they started when Murray took the place of Yuri. And then they went in there and Demi Gorgon came out and they had to fight him and all of that stuff. So all of that was amazing. It was a little bit gross. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, looked the other way on some of the goriness. Uh, Yes, again, I'm a big baby. Um, And yes, this season, definitely the horror aspect of it was a little bit, a lot stronger than previous seasons. I don't remember this being me being this jumpy, but I'm hanging in there because I really do love these characters and I want to see this thing through. So I'm really trying to not get freaked out. Um, then we have the Hawkins crew, Erica. She's still my girl. She cracked me up and uh the, when they were all uh at the house and the cops were questioning them, <laughs> and then they went out and she busted the tires. I thought that was hilarious. um but yes, um I don't I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with Nancy. uh, I think that's another misdirect um i thought steve was gonna die um when they were all because you know when they started taking their time when they were going trying to get back from the upside down to the regular world uh, i was like why are they taking so long so i knew i had a feeling somebody wasn't going to make it i didn't think it was going to be Nancy. i thought it was going to be the last person that tries to go through um because he knew that they were trying um what else Yes, I'm very curious as to now that um, L has her powers. I feel like the California crew are converging to L um, in Nevada, and then we have the. Um, Hawkins crew trying to deal with everything that's going on with Nancy and the upside down and all that stuff so that's going to continue I'm very interested in Will I'm with you Christina you were talking about Will he's kind of been like in the background and I'm thinking that's on purpose um that's kind of a misdirect you know for us to like kind of forget about Will because some so many other threats are up you know for are on the forefront and that that's going to come back to um because he has we still got to figure out about the painting what was he painting and all that stuff so I think all that's going to come to fruition in the finale and we're going to understand uh, more about what's happening with Will because I think there's more to what's going on with Will with Will than meets the eye that's all I got on that note. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch. Shy.
0: That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Unfortunately, I don't have too much to add. Uh, I never even watched the the Joyce, Murray, or the Hopper storyline. So that definitely was Mimi who called that out. But I personally have not spoke upon it because I have not, quite frankly, turned it on to speak upon it uh i also agree with the california crew i think i said that in this episode that they just aren't interesting to me at all uh there was something you said and it caught my attention and now i can't remember because i was like oh i'll I'll remember it's at the end now it's already out of my brain (laughs) oh you were talking about you know uh what's gonna happen next i think it's interesting i think what i was trying to say is the whole backstory with vecna um it is kind of like brother versus sister at this moment because they've both been under the the care of this one particular person but it's also a little even weirder because he's kind of like like your powers i gifted those to you or they come from my dna but they made it clear that vecna or henry was basically didn't like no one had to do anything he was just born with these powers so they weren't very X Men on us all of a sudden out of the blue, which opens up a whole lot of possibilities at the idea that people could be born with powers. Which I think is where I was thinking when I was talking when you were saying Will's being kept in the background, because I was just saying how I think that somebody like Will should have just get manifesting fucking superpowers out of no fucking where, and I'll be perfectly fine with that. I don't give a shit. He's part of the Upside Down. <laughs> i don't care if they just came out of the blue i don't give a shit i don't uh or that will becomes another vessel of vecna because he wanted he picked him out of everybody for a reason this all all happened with the vanishing of will of will Byers. so i just want to i just want to bring it back to him that's all that's all i want is just to bring it back to him and yes they did a lot in season two but it's been uh it feels like it's been a long time since we've really had any focus on his growth from there and even his personal growth in comparison with all the other characters is still muted and you could be right that they're keeping in the background because he plays a different part i mean even his relationship the closest one he has despite having one close with his friends is mike but mike's all as he's always with Mel and you know he can't continue to be that third wheel in, in their friendship even though even though l is now his sister which he clearly acknowledges as his sister so uh yeah i i just i i need a tie-in that's all give me it give it to me that's my favorite character on the show with the exception of probably erica max lucas i think they all go in the same category in dustin <laughs> in case she wanted to know where i was at so we do have feedback from queen mimi as well who wanted to discuss the finale uh she has been sending feedback week to week so uh i'm guessing she's only just going to be talking about this episode since we just heard what she felt about last episode so let's get to uh her feelings what up
2: mina it's mimi this is my feedback for stranger things uh the the finale of part one um episode seven season four i'm sending this now because darren and i are about to binge these movies as shy put it and i and i want you to get this now because i after seeing like the last Mm -hmm. i would say probably like 30 minutes last uh maybe like 20 minutes of the um part one finale i was so ready and then like we watched it it was june 30th and i was like man we gotta wait for the next um season or no it was june 29th oh gotta wait they said in the summer in july i wonder when july and then when it finishes it was like part two july 1st and i was like oh shit, that's friday (laughs) i was so excited and the reason I haven't watched it yet was because I I was like, no, I got to send this feedback for the finale because I could not believe it. Now, I got to, like, I told you in the last feedback, at least I think I did. I'm almost positive I, I spoke out my thoughts because I was walking my dog and it gave me time to think while I was moving. But the actor that played basically number one is what we find out. I don't know, I, like, I, and I know this isn't, fair and it's not really a theory but I just didn't trust him like his face he's never a good guy like you can't have a face like that and play a hero like I don't believe it he looks evil as fuck and I was like there's no way he's not he's not playing L like I just didn't believe it because the thing about it is like her papa is shitty and a terrible person as well but um I just felt like Like, why are you just beating up an orderly? Why not just fire him? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I saw that, it didn't make sense. Because I thought he was getting his ass whooped, got tased, and dragged away, and we was never going to see him again. Like, okay, now we got to kill him because he interfering with our experiment. That's what I thought was going to happen. But when he showed up again and he started, like, terribly being secretive, like, he was being secretive, but not very, very good um and it didn't make sense like um what you know what he did when uh number two beat you up like he's gonna two's gonna kill you and papa's gonna let it happen it's like you know it wasn't a coincidence that the the power was out it's like these motherfuckers are um the one dude has the electricity power i was like maybe they need a safeguard against that i was like i don't know his evidence is pretty thin So the whole time I remember looking at Derek, 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 sorry, Darren. And I'm like, yeah, he's number one. That's how he knows he has to be number one. I'm pretty sure he's number one. Like I, the whole time I was like, I don't know why he got, why his powers ain't working. Maybe he short circuited. I was like, but that motherfucker is number one. I'm almost positive. So that was my theory the whole time. I told you last episode that I didn't trust him and his face is evil and he has to be bad guy. Like that was just my connection. But then as the episode started going on and then we got to the end after he murked everybody and Elle was like, you tricked me. He's like, I freed you. Then he started telling the story and I was like, as soon as, as soon as we flash back with uh, Nancy, I'm like, I know this motherfucker ain't Victor Krill's fucking son because we remember him saying his son um didn't die he was in a coma and i remember telling myself remember that his son ain't dead because he got maybe he's the key to all this just like my memory always does it failed me it did not remind me that victor krill's son was alive until they flashed back and then i'm like oh shit he's victor krill's son but then as he started talking and it got to i think when he was like my dad like he was talking about the spiders, he's like, "Yeah, my dad thinks it's a demon." I was like, "I know this motherfucker ain't Beckner. I know Christina wasn't right, like four episodes ago. How the fuck? I know this bitch wasn't right, and yet you was right. I was like, this don't make no goddamn sense. And then it just then I'm thinking, oh yeah, Beckner, Beckner is the name the kids gave him. And I was like, this is some fucking crazy ass bullshit. Not only is this motherfucker number one, but he's also Vector. And he's also fucking Victor Krill's son. That, that line that he gave Nancy, he was like, how's the old man doing? I was meaning to check in on him, been busy or something like that. That makes that line even more insidious. Like, what a dick. (laughs) He's such an asshole. And it's so crazy because anybody that was thinking that was beckner was right. Anybody thinking that he was number one was right. Anyone thinking that um um oh he must be Victor Krill's son, beckner or something like that. Or any like anybody that had a theory about Victor Krill's son or beckner being number one, like uh you would have been right. Like I didn't expect him to be all three. And then the way he came to life, I I remember then like I remember like little things about season one. I couldn't remember. I didn't remember that upside down open because of L. I forgot that. But then, like we see, like she was so powerful <laughs> for whatever reason that she fucking disintegrated his ass. Like I don't know where her like what triggered her power because it looked like she was having her life flash before her eyes because. You're not supposed to remember your birth. <laughs> but she was really she must have been super duper close to death and something brought her back, something pulled her out and she stopped him from killing her and she like did it like a thousandfold like she really fucked him up. Like not only did she like blast him through the fucking door and the window or I guess it's the glass window, but she like sh- disintegrated his ass like seriously that shit was fucking crazy like i was like this shit right here is what i'm talking about i it was irritating to me though the way they kept flipping between her being l the side the one we know and then baby 11 like it was confusing to me like i couldn't understand what was happening but i guess that was the easier way and probably a lot cheaper than having her look like she was a baby the whole time because it it was making me confused it's like and then when I would think about it it's like okay so these grown ass kids are fighting little babies like it's like number 14 go close the door that motherfucker looked like he was like maybe like 5 maybe 6 but he definitely was not old since 6 and you got these grown ass fucking adolescent 16 year old kids fighting these little babies what the fuck is wrong with papa that man gets on my nerves And I keep calling him Papa because I don't remember his raggedy ass name. He gets on my nerves. And I thought he was dead. Like, I don't remember what happened to him, but I thought that motherfucker died. I really need to go back and watch season one um, because I don't remember anything. Um, And what else? Um, Yeah, I I was talking about how Elle's, them switching back and forth was just confusing to my brain Um, because Elle, like, this was... Um, I don't remember exactly how old Elle was, because when Nancy and them went back, when they fell into the Upside Down, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, that was 1983, so that was when the Upside Down first happened, so it's only been what, because it's 85 now, so it's only been two years, so how old was Elle supposed to be what how old was she like what 10 11 I don't fucking remember I mean but clearly it's been more than two years for us because it's no it's 87 now so it's been four years okay so what was she supposed? I don't remember how old she was when they first met they were in middle school right or were they in elementary when Will went missing I don't remember but I do, I, I definitely remember she was a lot smaller. And this is when the gate first opened, when Elle accidentally opened it, when she fucked up number one. So she, it, I think it was like four years ago, if I'm not mistaken, they're in 87 right now. Um, and then the other thing, let's talk about um, really quick the whole storyline with uh, what Murray and... Um, i don't know hopper and all that stuff yeah it was it was so ridiculous that i just couldn't even like first of all um that fucking monster when it jumped out it started fucking people up like the way it was ripping those fucking people to shreds there is no fucking way i would be okay sitting up there looking at that like i understand they put bob wire up there But what's to stop that motherfucker from saying fuck it and getting cut up because bob wire doesn't kill people it just slices you up and it hurts because they're little teeny little slits. i swear these motherfuckers are crazy and then like i don't know about y'all but if i know that fire kills it i know the other people don't speak english and i don't know that do translate it but if i see hopper like the ones that survive him coming out of the damn the gate when i saw hopper with the fire and the motherfucker looked scared like i'm gonna get behind hopper like i mean at least at least if i know he's scared of the fire maybe i'll have a fighting chance like they were just scattering all over the place and it didn't make sense that you see this this thing is is scared of fire and not attacking hopper but you guys aren't hiding behind him like i know you you don't have to speak the same language to observe what's happening they died real stupidly. The whole thing was so fucking far fetched and ridiculous. Even the circumstances that they. When that plane crashed, those bitches should have died, is all I'm saying. I it, it annoys the shit out of me that we had to watch that entire scene. I'm glad everybody's together. Now y'all can act like y'all got some fucking children in, in a whole nother country. It's not Hopper's fault he got taken. He was trying. He thought he was going to die in there, but clearly he didn't die the KGB got him or whoever the hell those people were um but everybody else like I will say the actor that plays Murray he did a really good job mimicking that Yuri guy because he sounded just like him I was cracking up because Darren was like oh shit I forgot that that's not him like yeah motherfucker sounds just like him he did a really good job like the actor he he nailed that motherfucker's crazy ass personality um as for joyce she got on my nerve from the second um she got on that plane to russia or where were they meeting alaska and then she ended up going to russia like act like you got some kids your children literally was in a fucking uh a big ass duel with two different fucking fighting uh government agencies and they and they could have died people died in your house it's probably blood. Still there or they probably blew the motherfucker up just to cover up the evidence your house is gone Joyce and you have no idea where your kids are you haven't even been able to call them like seriously I expect better for you from you because one of your kids literally got fucking abducted and taken to the upside down you know what's out there and for you to just leave your kids it don't make no goddamn sense <sighs> I just that like as soon as she got on that plane immediately after figuring out the the someone was going to help her get hopper out and not tell the kids what was happening at least if they knew they would have gone in like okay I'll see I'll see my dad again you know with Elle and everyone else so would be like so they would at least know what she's trying to do like I understand not wanting to tell them to get their hopes up but this the fact that she never even considered that this could be a trap and you could kill you could die pisses me off like your life has been nothing but smooth sailing you've almost died quite a lot so to me after having so many near-death experiences I would not walk out of my house not letting my kids know the truth not saying goodbye to them and not like showing them love because this might be the last time I ever see them and they may ever see me and she's a fucking terrible mom for not even thinking about that um and the other thing um side note like i wonder how much money kate bush gets every time that song of hers is played because i don't know if you know this because i don't know how much radio you actually listen to but that shit is playing on the radio now like it's literally on the hits um one uh x xm uh serious xm radio station (laughs) and i could not i could not stop it and Derek Derek told me that it's like trending on tiktok because people are using that song like I hope she cashing in them checks because she deserves it. That song is nice, and I I remember a lot of popular music from the late '80s. And Darren was like, "Well, you were really little when that song came out. Were you like you like just born?" Like, shut up! I might have been like two or three when that song came out, but music is something that is different. It it locks into your memory. I can hear a song from when I was little. And I might not remember all of the words, which most of the time I do. I know I know that song. And that's what I was trying to explain. I don't re- recognize that song. It doesn't sound familiar at all. So I don't think I've ever heard it before. But that sings a bop. So I hope she's cashing in them checks. Good for you, girl. Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad they were able to do that for you. I'm happy for you. Um, and then what's like, okay, so one more thing. I know I'm going a lot over, so I'm not going to talk too much, but I, like Darren and I were having a debate this whole time we kept having to pause the show because we kept debating now I'm with Dusted. they were stupid to go explore the upside down without a plan I get it they fell in like at that point you guys you got to improvise but when those little bat things all circled around I told Darren I would it, it would have been for me it would have been okay We well, we gotta we gotta fight them let's They won't. They're just sitting there guarding it. I understand. Let's fucking come up with a plan to fucking like all of us might not make it, but we gonna try because to me, and I say this all the time, I would rather fight an evil that I know than to go explore thinking I can get away and then something terrible and worse might be out there. And that's exactly what they encountered. They almost got away, but they didn't. And I. I would've, like, Darren was like, they almost died the first time. They gonna die, reg- they gon' almost die regardless. They're an upside down. But what if whatever is, like, their, their mama is out there? <laughs> That's what I kept saying, like, that long tendril that kept fucking up people, the one that grabbed, um, what, what the hell is the, the stupid buff, Steve? I guess he's not that dumb, but... That grabbed him and pulled him through the lake. That was, that was, that tendril belonged to someone. And, um, I would want to see where it, where it belonged. And, um, the way he rick grimes the shit out of that bat, that motherfucker g So I was like, y'all, y'all could have came up with something. Y'all might, y'all definitely wouldn't have went through that gate unscathed, but I think y'all could have made it. I think it was like six of them and it was four of you. Granted, you're outnumbered. But all you need to do is get through that hole. That's all you gotta do. And y'all ready this time. Steve was not ready. He got dragged through there and then they started attacking him. Y'all ready now? Do something about it. Like, I, I'm I'm glad that we did get to see the upside down and see that it's like frozen in time. But I, me personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't have went through the town. I would have made a stance right there where this gate is that I know and I'm gonna get through it. I might have to sue some swimming once we get back because our boat is probably gone. But I'm not it's nothing can be scarier in that water than what I just went through is what I would be thinking. Um, What else? Um, I've already talked a lot, so I'm not going to talk very much about anything else. I think I've made all my points. Okay, one more thing. Now, I don't (laughs) I cannot tell you why it was funny to me. But when I tell you I was cracking up, like I could not stop laughing. That interaction with Erica and um, Lucas were <laughs> in the room when, when Erica, because she was like looking at them, tell them stories and was like, y'all some motherfucking liars. She's like, they lying. And in her defense, y'all parents is stupid as fuck because I there's, there's no way that I would let them talk to my kid like that in my house. Second of all, you're not gonna talk to my kid before I talk to them first. No, you cannot interview. You cannot interview a minor without the parents' consent. And I'd have been like, no. I was like, we will all sit here and stare at each other. You're not talking to my child until I talk to them first. Well then we had a standstill. It's like y'all not a, y'all not about to put words in my kid's mouth. You're not gonna interrogate them by themselves and until I tell until they tell me what happened. I'm not telling you shit. Like, y'all not about to intimidate my kid. And maybe that's the black mama and me. I don't know. But, like, the way they, like... Like, first of all, you ain't talking to Max by yourself because Max's parent is not here. So you can sit your ass down and get out of her face. If you want to talk to my kid, I told you already. I can't tell you what to do with the rest of them. But Max's mama not here. So in that case, when, I, when one of my son's friends are parentless and i'm around you go you gonna be my child right now yo let me call your mama because you're not about to talk to them without your mama here and that cop was very fucking creepy the way he went upstairs and <laughs> was like saying a little piggy or something like that i was like he needs to get away from them somebody needs to put him in a jail cell because he's a fucking creeper whoever gave him those lines whoever directed him to do that if y'all wasn't intending him to be pedophile like a pedophile-ish feel y'all did him a disservice because that's the vibe I got and it fucking made me uncomfortable I don't want him anywhere near my my babies anymore for the record but after Erica dragged the shit out of them it's like they're fucking lying and she walked in the room with her juice box and she was like y'all better tell me what is happening right now you better tell me and Lucas was I don't know if he caught himself threatening her but she was just sitting there calmly drinking after she was, he was like he just like started talking and then he was like I will strangle you and then he like moved up in her face like that whole thing I don't know if it was supposed to be like a comical thing but it definitely reminded me of siblings but it was hilarious like it was so fucking funny and I didn't expect it to be but she didn't look phased at all and she was like y'all better tell me what's happening or i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell dustin what's under your bed and he, he was like you wouldn't and they're like yeah i would it's just like is it gross it's disgusting <laughs> i could not that that shit was so funny i loved love love loved, loved, loved. Seeing Dustin and Erica together—that was when we were first introduced to her, and it was—they were so good together. Like their chemistry, their playing off of each other, the comic, comedic timing—the two of them are so good together. So it was nice to see them back together. And Dustin, those smart ass with the bright light—is that what they call it? Bright light—the little thing that they use for the um, communicating between the, the two. So that's why I was OK with um, the, them being in the upside down for as long as they were, because that was I forgot how that is. And we got to see what because we saw what Joyce is going through, but not what Will was going through. Like we only saw Will looking fucking broken. We never got to see, you know, him figuring out the lights and all of that stuff. So that was really awesome. Um, I enjoyed everything about it the adults in this town are fucking stupid and a waste of um human life (laughs) they really honestly don't have it i don't know how you see your kids ride off on bikes and you start yelling at them i mean i would at least attempt it to run back in grab my keys and drive after them erica popped one tire on one car even if we gotta turn that car on or roll that car out of the way let's at least try they're on fucking bikes all of us shouldn't just sit here and stare at them we should all go and go in different directions if we're late like we can if they're too far ahead they're on fucking bikes the parents are the worst but granted it was cool to see them uh the way they did the upside down with the rope and then like they were like like going in eddie's house and then they climbed up the rope and then fell down that was really cool um and then the shit that happened with nancy i forgot that she you know with her friend and all of that stuff so that's one of the reasons i'm excited about uh this this new season uh, this uh part two because i i want to see what the hell happened with nancy and what the hell steve gonna do because clearly it's a love match now it's gonna be annoying anywho i've talked a lot i know there's some other stuff i want to talk about but that's enough for now so i will end it here until next time love peace hair grease black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out
0: that was mimi covering all bases on the joyce and hopper situation because once again didn't watch it so i have I, the whole time i was like uh i have no idea what you're talking about i'm just gonna edit because <laughs> i also don't care <laughs> Just about I I just I I got exhausted with those characters, so I'm just at some point they're in Russia. They're gonna come out of Russia. That's that's where I have that story arc with. I think I've already made it clear earlier in the podcast. I didn't even think we needed Russia in in this. It's uh it's there's plenty of threats on on the soil it's one thing to do it in the first season or even the second, but there's so many other threats that are going on in the '80s. I don't think you need to just focus on the Russians um i was laughing when he was like yeah i theorized <laughs> but i never mentioned it <laughs> okay <laughs> i didn't th- say he was uh henry though but that would be something that was kind of in the back of my head because i figured if one was correct and all three must be i don't know why that was an assumption mainly because i saw that boy pass out and everybody died but him so i was like well if they got the kid and the kid is number one then number one had to be a kid when he was taken yeah there's the other kid i I think that's when i was like yep that all equals the same (laughs) in my mind just because and i and i know though as you stated it is due to the typecasting It, it really is um he just looked the part (laughs) <laughs> to play the enemy and then when he finally let loose and was and i was like oh also you're kind of sexy i ain't gonna lie you see i'm not i'm not prone to blondes but uh but uh he can get it And because you had mentioned about how uh, he was in a whole bunch of other things that I never heard of, I went on IMBD to look at his filmography and I noticed, I I don't know him from any of this. Not one thing on here do I know him from. So uh, there's that. But I did see that he is in a romantic uh, swirl movie. (laughs) Of course, I would... I would stumble upon that because I was like what's this uh what's this over here so apparently he's in this movie uh what's the name of it because I was kind of like looking at it I don't know it's one of these (laughs) oh six days of Sistine there we go yeah check that shit out can't find it anywhere but if you do turns out that he can also play a movie that's not typecast as a villain Cause this looks to be a, uh, either a romance or a drama or a thriller, one or the other. Nope. Says genre romance. So there you go. If you want to see him romantically and I kind of do go look for that movie, which I will also be looking for some time put on my list, but, uh, there's that on that uh i yeah, already stated that i understood what they were saying but i was with dustin too. I was like yeah someone should have stayed behind at least one person there's four of you <laughs> and then lastly you know if you, the parents call the police on you i think that at that point you can't really be talking about your rights you called me i didn't ask to come here you called me <laughs> you told me to look for your kids you want me to answer question you wanted me to to question your children i'm doing so at your behest so if i now want to talk to them one-on-one that is what you have allowed (laughs) but i also agree that homegirl's mom was not there so thus you should not have the ability to call the police but who knows maybe they called her mom and she was like do what you need to do (laughs) uh i i think maybe i would feel i i'm like totally on board with you but i in this case i just don't even i'm like no they're the problem (laughs) they're the problem it doesn't matter (laughs) they're the not only that they ran out of police custody they made a false accusation that the kid like there's just too much shit that is like yeah you can meet me at the police station but yeah no they have every right to question them at that point they have done something wrong and they're out past curfew which they said people would get in trouble for uh so i mean and technically the kids the town folk are looking for an association of these children that have an association with eddie i don't know i don't know usually i'm like 100% fuck the police and with you but in this case the scenario i think me and me me and shy was just talking about this on southland it's like i'm not gonna follow my sword for you though (laughs) <laughs> and the minute i wouldn't know that she was lying on that couch uh i'm like okay you know clearly you're not taking me seriously and i had to call the police to find you nah 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 nah, nah. i gave you the chance to tell me the story <laughs> and thus uh they're gonna do what they need to do so i i, I just i was I was totally for once on the police side, even though they are hugely incompetent, but I am eager to watch this, uh, two, four hour. I have no idea finale uh, in seven and eight, eight and 9 eight, nine, I'm going to do eight and then I'm going to do nine. So I'm not going to just binge the whole thing. And thus, uh, that's how I'll be, uh, doing these last two podcasts the same exact way I've been doing before. So if you want to send feedback on episode eight, that should be dropping tomorrow, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.